0: so that I can let you know about all the different packages of Elite Guitar Coaching and how you can get private coaching by me. Without further ado, let's go to our question for the day. 5 Equipment Buying Mistakes Guitarists Make So today we're going to talk about 5 mistakes that guitar players make when buying and using um, guitar related equipment this list is by no means complete It's just five things that I really had on my mind and I see them all the time happening and I just wanted to put it out there and see if it can help someone avoid some of those problems so let's get started with number one the first equipment mistake guitar players make is when they get their first guitar and they have a budget let's say they have a budget of 800 Um, dollars instead of buying a good used guitar they buy a new guitar which means they get a much worse guitar for their money or even worse they say oh I don't want to risk uh, a lot of money so I'll give $500 uh, and buy a new guitar for $500 now the vast majority of guitars that sell new for $500 are not good quality so you're going to be stuck with a guitar that's not good quality and most people are not going to want to buy if you decide to sell it afterwards so you really want to have to like really really drop the price very very much make it down to $200 in order to sell it meanwhile if you spend $800 on a used guitar and then after a couple of years you decide to sell the guitar you would probably only lose maybe 100 bucks, and then sell it for 700 which is the equivalent of renting a good quality guitar for two years for a total cost of 100 bucks, which is like less than one dollar per week. So this would be the first mistake that uh, guitarists do when they buy equipment, buying a new guitar instead of buying a used guitar. And let's go to number two. The second mistake guitar players make, especially when they're beginners, is buying a big amplifier just in case they have a band in the future and they have to play live performances in the future maybe after two or three or even five years when they get good so they try to look ahead way way too much and spend good money today on something that might happen in the very like not near far away future and this is really not a good idea The best idea would be to just practice with whatever they have decided we'll talk later about it and then when it's time to start having performances at that time find a good amplifier and buy not before that because there's no way they're gonna know what they will need before that and this very closely leads us to mistake number three which is the following buying a 50 or even worse a 100 uh, valve amplifier for home use or even for a small studio this is a horrifying mistake because a 50 or even worse a 100 watt amplifier is only for very 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 big venues like okay not stadiums but very big places with several hundreds of people there's no way that if you are at home or in a fairly small venue or a home studio that you can use this amplifier even turned up to 2 out of 10. The problem is that especially valve amplifiers to get this nice sweet sustaining sound singing sound you have to put them at least at 7 and there's no way you can do that in any setting apart from a very big performance plays so many players will buy a 100 watt amplifier and then this is gonna just stay there collecting dust and it's gonna cost them a lot of money and they're never never going to use it and then after a few years they will just sell it or exchange it for something different without never having used it once again the advice is don't buy something before you need it when it comes to amplification Let's go now to mistake number four and this is a mistake that is much more understandable than previous ones and it has to do with not uh, differentiating between your setups for practicing, for recording and for performing. As I've said in previous videos, ideally we should have three different complementary music setups. One for practicing music one for recording and one for performing. And this goes both for guitars, like the actual instrument, the guitar, and for uh, amplifiers. Like for example, I have my guitar that I like to record with. And this is not a guitar that's very, very comfortable for me to play, but it it really sounds good when you record it. And whenever I'm doing a recording, I will take that guitar. However, when I'm at home and I'm practicing, I'm having my lessons I will have another guitar which is very comfortable for me to play and has a nice sound coming out from the amplifier but when we try to record with that guitar it doesn't sound good it doesn't have the resonance so essentially I have a different guitar for recording and a different guitar for practicing and playing at home and then if I would have to play live I would choose again one of my guitars that would both look good on stage and would sound good, but also be comfortable enough for me to play um, comfortably the things I would need to play that specific gig. So you have to have different setups for those things. Now, if you're just starting on guitar, obviously, this, this is not for you, okay? You need to just create a setup for your practicing, which means a comfortable guitar and a small amplifier that has included the different effects inside the amplifier and this is maybe 5 or 15 maybe maximum 20 watts no more than that most people and most guitar players make the mistake to try to have only one piece of equipment that's trying to do everything so the same guitar for recording the same guitar for practicing, the same amplifier for practicing, the same amplifier for recording, and the same amplifier for performing live. And this really does not work in the majority of cases. And moving to mistake number five, which is not necessarily an equipment mistake, it's just a a mistake that people do in in relation with the equipment. Uh, Let me clarify, this is uh, something that I've seen hundreds of times when a guitar player will sit down to practice so that he wants to develop his playing to become a better player and instead of start, starting to do exercises, scales, learn licks, uh, work on his improvisation he will start fiddling with the different pieces of equipment he has with the amplifier, with the wah-wah, with the different delays and stuff that he has on his pedalboard instead of Practicing. So this is not actually an equipment mistake, but it happens because of the equipment. While if, if he only had an amplifier with a couple of knobs and a basic guitar sound, he would have pretty much no choice than to either practice or just not play at all. But now with all the equipment, he has all these little choices to, to like fiddle around the, the knobs and the switches and Give him the illusion of getting something done while nothing is really getting done. And this is a problem with a very, very big number of guitar players. And they really come and complain that they spent all time with the equipment and not becoming any better. And it makes perfect sense because you are not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Practicing and developing your skill set. You just fiddling with the different knobs so there you have it the top five equipment mistakes that guitar players make once again I repeat this list is by no means complete but these were just the five things that um, I've seen probably most often in my experience so thanks for listening I hope this was helpful and I will see you on the next episode of us the guitar coach bye bye